I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, Finding Yourself in Life's Little Moments. and sound okay to you?
These are like our footsteps home. That's what's just come to me. like we're confused and not sure of our way. Somehow deep down, our footsteps are carrying us home. Peter. So I welcome to everybody. My name is Jessica Romisher. I'm a pianist and storyteller. I welcome all who are joining me. I do these concerts live streamed every Thursday evening Eastern Time in the U.S., which is Friday here in Sydney, Australia, where I'm playing to you from and I'm also doing on Tuesday here, which is Monday evening, Eastern Time, Monday in the States, a special healing concert for people in these times of change and challenge and uncertainty.
We are forming dear friends in ARC. Hi, Geraldine. Across the world in ARC that buoys us in these times where miracles are possible. Hi, Mary Linda, where our prayers are floated out across the ethers, across the world, and our friendship carries us. grateful, hi Bruce, hi Julie, for your friendship and presence in these concerts, dear friends, because I do believe that we are at the cusp of a new world and a new life, and everything that we share together here is the beginning. I can feel it, you know, the beginning of hope and healing and restoration. Hi, Ro. Hi, Neil. So your friendship is enormously important. donation if you choose of any amount is gratefully received and I'm deeply appreciative of all the donations I'm receiving on my website pianobeautiful.com so I just wanted to add that thank you so dear friends this is about home just say it's not easy for me to put this kind of prayer out there but I'm also praying for a benefactor to help support me bring all of this to the world if anyone knows or is or can imagine someone like that or could just pray for someone like that that would be absolutely amazing and wonderful So home, dear friends, is where the heart is. Possibly one of the most famous quotes about home. Home is where the heart is. And dear friends, you know in the olden days, when the old homes, before there were cities and everybody lived all together like we do now, so many of us, the center of the home was the hearth where the cooking was done. And I think to myself, you know, how hearth is like heart.
Laura Ingalls Wilder, that famous American writer, she said, home is the nicest word there is. music now that I'll start to play is Anton Dvorak's beautiful hymn-like music song piece Going Home Please know, dear friends, that this music carries prayers for anyone who is struggling because these times you see are so different from what we've been used to. And I think of Ro, who's doing so much there in Westchester County, New York, my home place to help people in these times. She's a nurse. These are blessed endeavors. dear friends is universal the famous Margaret Mead an anthropologist she said in the most poignant way she said one of the oldest human needs is having someone to wonder where you are when you don't come home at night. Mm -hmm. 
This is the great African-American spiritual Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, one of the most beautiful expressions of the longing for home and for freedom. written by an African-American man and part Native American, Wallace Willis, and these spirituals, dear friends, have double meanings. You see, they're like the expression of the longing of the human spirit for freedom. Swing low. Sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. And hidden inside the lyrics of these the spiritual and others are secret messages of how to escape from bondage and find one's way to freedom. over Jordan and what did I see coming for to carry me a band of angels coming after me coming for to carry me steps home again. More assured, more confident.
Hi, Bruce. Hi, Kim, my beautiful person back from Dobbs Ferry, New York. So I think on that note, you know, I came from this really special place and this theme of home. And um, I want to share that with you. I'm also going to share in this concert um, something that my dad, who has been very present to me, um, wrote towards the end of his life. And uh, I'm going to start with where I originated from. So I'm going to show you a picture. And this picture was gifted to me by my friend Neil Levy, an artist. And it's of the Hudson River, this grand, majestic river that borders the place that we all called home and call home, north of New York City. And I wrote this poem years ago, dear friends, because you see that place stays in my cells in my psyche and there's even a whole Facebook page shared among people who come from this special village, the historic village that Washington, George Washington himself visited and where he stayed at some point, it appears. So this is the poem, dear friends, and I thank Neil for that beautiful image that I have in my home now all these years and miles away here in Sydney, Australia, 11,000 miles. So this is my dedication to Dobbs Ferry. And I wrote it in college, so it was the first time that I had really left that place. And in my heart, even back then, was this yearning. Hi, Scott. That's amazing. You know, we are so connected. The suburbs discovered this river, and now houses lean out of stone foundations growing picture windows towards the water. Home. I often walked down to that river to sit by the currents that move so confidently, so directly to the urban energy New York that lay almost farther than I could see. The commuters crawl the shores in the trains, back and forth and back. But only the river can remember its mountain heritage with each one-way mile. Now I've left the current that ran like a rippling security at the base of my valley, uprooted, unsure, I wonder about a solace I find only in thoughts of that beautiful and knowing 
native. want to show you this image one more time and happy Earth Day absolutely because this is the perfect image for what I just read to you from my dear friend Neil who still lives there in that beautiful place and Ro and Kim my childhood friends it's wonderful to share this with you you know arcs across space and time that's the magical thing about friendship in life so i'm going to play something for karen thiel we have been praying for her brother arnie she lives in washington north carolina I met her before I came to Australia and her dear mom. And, you know, in my healing concerts, I, and in these as well, I share prayers for people, as I was saying, who are struggling. And Karen has asked for prayers for herself and for her brother-in-law, Steve, and for her brother, Arnie. And Arnie, I learned, which I didn't know before, all these things that we learn about each other. Has been homeless for the better part of 10 years. And something miraculous happened. He's also suffering from chronic health issues and something incredible happened that Karen just shared with me yesterday which is that he is now being cared for in a residence and completely unexpectedly and out of character, he has allowed Karen to be in as part of his care, to be involved, to be privy to his care. 
And I could tell in reading Karen's words how huge a thing that is. And when she told me this, dear friends, I flashed back to July 20th, 1969, when there I was just a little girl on a black and white TV. I watched in amazement as the first man, Neil Armstrong, walked on the moon and his words were, it's a small step for man, but a giant step for humankind. And you see, when these small things happen, dear friends, between us like this, it's a giant leap. It's more. It might seem small, but it's not small at all. I remember I had this great opportunity to interview the wonderful Archbishop Desmond Tutu, and he said, every act like that moves the world closer to what God wants it and dreams for it to be. Every act of care that Ro Anacarico Corradina does for her patients, every single act out of her kindness and dedication, especially in these times, is moving the world closer to what God wants it to be. So this incredible song by Bob Dylan came to me recently when I was thinking about Karen, who sends her warmest regards. She's not here tonight. When I thought about her brother, this is the song, Bob Dylan's Like a Rolling Stone. Once upon a time you dressed so fine, through the bums a dime in your didn't you? People called and said, beware, dull, you're bound to fall, but you thought they were all kidding you. You used to laugh about everybody that was Now you don't talk so loud. Now you don't feel so proud about having to be scrounging your next meal. How does it feel? without a home, like a complete unknown, no direction home, like a rolling stone.
those steps again, dear friends. Sometimes they're not so certain. On your own, no direction home, a complete unknown, like a rolling stone. dedicated to all of us, to you all, to Arnie, to Karen, and to what it means to be seeking, longing for home in whatever form that takes. And, you know, it can feel in life so often, right, that uh, We're at a loss. And before I came to Australia, dear friends, in that period of time, before I arrived here just a few short years ago, three and a half years ago, in the time before all of that worked itself out For the course of about a year and a half, I lived in something like 13 places. Life was very uncertain. But you know, dear friends, in each place that I stayed, no matter how long or short a time, I found a photo the other day 
from one of those places and I had set up the few of my precious things in a corner and there it was, that little anchor to myself, that little gesture, that little expression of longing and read the reality that I could possibly create there of home. And this song by the great Tom Petty would come over the radio because I would listen on satellite radio as I was working it all out. And it was like kind of an anthem for me. It's called Wild Flowers. It was a beacon for me. It seemed the perfect message, you know, that happens. God delivers these messages to us. You belong among the wild flowers. You belong in a boat out at sea. Sail away, kill off the hours. You belong somewhere you feel free. Run away, Go find a lover, run away somewhere all bright and new. I have seen, I have seen no other. Who compares, who compares with you? and worries. You belong somewhere you feel free.
This is a song I wrote called Haven. to be uncertain like this. We seek consonance, we seek harmony. Dear friends, so beautiful to share this with you. So I'm now going to, um, you know, I, uh, I used to play this beautiful little Mozart piece when I was growing up. Ferry. The maple in the back backyard swaying. with Mozart. I don't know why. My teacher used to make fun of... <laughs> Maybe this is where my improvising comes from. Those strange notes that occasionally appear. It's when my mind goes far away. And my fingers... Do what they like. <laughs> So, dear friends, I'm going to.
begin to share. influence and presence of something that has happened to me very strongly in these past few days. So when I was in Dobbs Ferry growing up on Bel Air Drive, I was very close to my dad. I'm going to show you a picture of him and me. And I was about two at that point. when I was here in Australia. In 2018, he passed there. But some very uncanny things, dear friends, have happened since then. Just recently, actually three, three days ago, through a kind of weird and strange unfolding of, you know, the internet is a very interesting thing because it's like an extension of our stream of consciousness of an, of, and of the forces of the universe and of creativity and of God working through us as we kind of go from one thing to another in this free form way. So one night, Last weekend, I was led through just sort of the stream of consciousness of thoughts to search for my dad and for the person that inspired him, who was a Scottish-American philosopher named Thomas Davidson, who lived in the late 1800s and had an enormous impact on the great minds of the day, John Dewey, William James, Sigmund Freud, William Torrey Harris, who established much of what we know to be modern American education, instrumental in the life, the emerging life of that country. But I didn't know much about why this incredible person, Thomas Davidson, who was lesser known than all of these other people, had inspired my dad so much. I knew that he did because of two things. My dad had this life-size portrait of Davidson over his desk in my dad's office. And my dad wrote his doctoral dissertation about Davidson, 1,400 pages, published in 1966. So dear friends, 
this weekend, on Saturday night, I found that dissertation online. I'd not read it before. I would have been five years old when it was published. And I scrolled through, you see, I scrolled through the title page and then the acknowledgments, you know, the things that you have to write when you publish something like that for a university and as part of your degree. And then the table of contents and then there was this empty page or so it seemed, you know, on the screen, on my computer screen, I thought this is strange. scrolled down and then there were the words there in the middle of the page for Jess and dear friends that was an epiphany for me a coming home for me that the depths and the likes of which I hardly have words to describe to you my dad you see from the time I was tiny passed his legacy onto me. A kind of sacred task and duty to carry forward the things that were so important to him. So what was so important to him, dear friends? Why was Thomas Davidson so instrumental and inspiration, inspirational to him? Davidson believed in something really beautiful. He believed that each man carries in him the seeds of God's divinity and is completely equipped to bring that forward into the world. Davidson was a visionary, a utopian, And it's now, dear friends, that I'm discovering this. And now, at a time when I feel that vision can begin to come to fruition. So I'm going to share a poem with you and tell you something quite extraordinary that happened last night, and they're all related. You see, we are being guided home <laughs> in these amazing ways. People call it coincidence. You know, really, it's providence. It's the working of God, of this huge, infinite force of creative unfolding in our lives. Because none of this that I'm telling you could I have possibly orchestrated. So, last night I met by chance 
at my favorite cafe. A waiter, a new waiter, a new staff person there. And he turned out to be American, like me. I should introduce him to Caitlin, all of us Americans here on the other side of the world. And he asked me what I did, and I said, you know, I'm a pianist, and I'm a storyteller, and I create these events that stream across to people in different parts of the world. And I described to him, you know, the feeling of these things, and he said, you know, that's really interesting. It sounds kind of like a ministry, ministering, administration, you know, and I said, yeah, I think it is. And I glimpsed in his sleeve, on his arm, a tattoo. Because I had said to him, I said, well, I'm preparing for this concert today, and the theme is home. And it was at that point that I saw that he had this really beautiful tattoo on his arm. And that tattoo said, Isaiah 41.10. And I said, oh my gosh, I think that's a sign. I said to myself, and I said, I, to him, I can't believe his name is Dylan Scott, I said, I can't believe, Dylan, that you've got that there tattooed. I said, I didn't know what the scripture was, but I knew as soon as I'd get home, I would find it. And this is what it is, dear friends. It says, fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen you. Yea, I will help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. And that message was given to me last night by this chance meeting we call chance with this wonderful young man who had just started working at my favorite cafe I love that place and I love where Caitlin works at her hamburger place and these are the places dear friends that keep me going here in spirit and in nourishment so on that note, I'm going to read you my dad's poem because it is the expression of homecoming of the most ultimate sort. And it's called Fall and Resurrection. And he wrote it not long before he passed. And I'm so grateful that I have it. And I'm going to play it accompanied by his favorite music, which is Paco Bell's Canon in D. He loves this music.
walk with me down a country road and be blinded by a massive flight of red and yellow leaves and gold. It's nature's fall, a seasonal celebration of a divine demise, but with no pain. For no one cries out, no one pleads for God's mercy. Because embedded in nature is God's seminal power of resurgence. The intoxications of fall and spring for which neither faith nor reason are required are sufficient evidence of God's presence. Walk with me in an Etesian spring through a forest of moving limbs of wings embracing, of lifting winds, of massive fields of bending grass, and listen. There's no echoing voice celebrating God's help, God's salvation. For all living beings like roses of Jericho patiently anticipate the promised resurrection. sun-filled clearing and discover a mortalized resurrection ferns returning to full bloom.
So, dear friends, I, um, <laughs> I share that poem with you with great sense of appreciation and love. And, you know, my dad's wonderful hero and focus of his study said, Thomas Davidson, he said, be on earth, be here on earth, what good people hope to be in heaven. And you know what home is, dear friends, I read this beautiful quote, home is heaven for beginners. So, dear friends, thank you so much for being with me in this. God bless you. Now and always in these times and forward, home is heaven for beginners. <laughs> I love it. So I do these concerts every week and healing concerts as well. Any donations are greatly appreciated and thank you to all who for whom I've received you know I'm receiving donations thank you if anybody knows of a a wonderful benefactor I pray for that who will buoy my life here and uh, onwardly to do this onwardly so God bless you all God bless you all. Thank you for being there and take good care. <laughs> Love to you from me and from my dad. I have no doubt. Bye for now. <laughs>